You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast giving you opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, we've made it to the end of the week, and you know what that means. It's football, it's gambling, it's money time, baby. We only got three of these left. That's Nick. Don't, don't have to press me. Come on. It's already well, cold. Wait. It's already that's it's true. already dreary. Well, and then we get into the futures markets. And so that's that's, that's more fun, anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you couldn't tell, this is our divisional round best bets episode. We we got a lot we're gonna cover. We're gonna go through each game. We got a bet and multiple in each game. Uh it's it's gonna be a good one today. We're loaded, locked and loaded, and we gotta do it. We gotta recap what happened last week because it was a good week. How about that? I went four and four, so I I brought us down a little bit here. I'm, I'm a little bit pissed <laughs> off by some of the guys on the teams, but I'll start with the winners. Travis Kelsey over 59 and a half reception yards got home. That was a little sweaty, but you know Travis came through. Bills minus ten. You want to talk about a sweat? But holy smokes, uh, that got home. CD Lamb back door is always open in that game. Over a hundred and a half he got there, and the Puka Nakua, the one that just had was just a rocking chair play over 76 and a half receiving yards so i missed on brown's money line jerome ford didn't get the ball and averaged less than two yards per carry so he didn't go over his number tyreek hill only catching five balls shocked me that that one was a tilt play and then chris godwin you know had that big one at the end i thought maybe we got pushed over no he wasn't close to 56 and a half so i went four and four lost 0.45 units I went three and two. Uh, started off with Pacheco over 25 rushing yards in each half. Um, yeah, I'm going to just continue to play that little spoiler <laughs> alert for the show. Uh, Cowboys team total over 29 and a half. There was a lot, a lot of time in this game where I didn't think we were getting there. And then, um, you know, it became just this is the only reason I left the game on was to see if the Cowboys were going to hit that number. Chris Godwin scores at the end of the game. Somebody was looking out for me this week. I got a couple mm. back doors. Browns money line, we both got shredded. And then Rams lines over 51 and a half. After that first half, man, I was so close to putting my feet up. And I'm glad I didn't because that wasn't, it didn't even get like, I needed so much to happen in the, in the last like, couple minutes. It was crazy. Yeah, they gave you that Godwin touchdown because <laughs> he didn't get the Browns or the uh, Rams lines went home. But Tyson, you know, up 2.41 units on the weekend. You know, the Godwin plus 220 and then Pacheco plus 135. That helped them out. So as a show, we were up 1.96 units. We're going to try to keep that rolling in the playoffs here. And in the divisional round best bats, we took a couple shots on our, on our specials. We're not putting that towards our records. You know, some you can call that cheap. That's like we're throwing little fun money at this like these actual these are official plays here but tyson's got another fun a general out. disclaimer is if something is over you know if we're if we're over a thousand or so uh on one play it's it's more like just take your coffee money put it on yeah yours, you get a, a whole day of entertainment exactly so let's start off here what do you have for the week oh for the special I was yeah. seeing where you're going. Uh, again, we're going back to the well. It didn't hit uh, last week, so I wouldn't. I don't know if it's a good well. 
but each team to score one plus rushing touchdown in all four divisional games is plus 6,000. Um, again, you're not worried about the Ravens. You're not worried about the 49ers. And then you start to get a little sweaty when you're thinking about everybody else. Aaron Jones showed us uh, what he can do, but it's a different defense. And is Houston going to be able to uh, score a rushing touchdown maybe in this weather? Who knows? But um, at plus 6,000, we need eight rushing touchdowns. Uh, that's That's something that I like. I'm I'm intrigued by it. Like we got a little screwed last week, man. I'm not going to say uh, pointing your fingers at <laughs> Miami, but you know we 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 I, this could be a shot this week. So plus six thousand there again. It's a big number. Don't go crazy on that. Now let's start getting into these games. Now, like we always say, we're not pros here. You know the pros aren't betting the volume that we're betting with four games on the board. These are like the sharpest lines that we've seen all year, but. We're rec betters. We like to have fun. We like to put our plays down. So we'll share it with you and see if you agree or you can fade us, whatever the case may be. Is that so, REC or W-R-E-C-K? It's both. It depends yeah. on the week. It depends yeah, on the good. season, really, to be honest <laughs> for us. But <laughs> Texans at Ravens will start it off. And the Ravens are nine and a half point favorites. I'm not going to lie to you, Tyson. I'm I'm taking it. I'm, t- I'm laying Ravens minus nine and a half at minus 110. I, I just think this team's better. Texans got to go on the road now. I saw something. This is from Cleve TA on, on X. He said the Texans have avoided facing a top 10 EPA QB since the season opener against Lamar. Baker 11th was the only other quarterback that Houston's faced that's inside the top 17 in EPA per drop back. This is a different beast. Now they got to go on outdoors. They got to battle these elements. The Ravens are not going to stop running the football. I think they're going to have success there. So I'm going to take Ravens minus nine and a half as my first play of the weekend. You know, and it's it's so tempting to go. It's the Ravens in the playoffs, and it's it's basically two scores. Uh, or it is two scores, but it's like, you know, we just are used to them not covering these numbers. And then you look through the history of this season alone, and it's like, oh, every time they played a good team, they beat the shit out of them. Um, so nine and a half, I'm not afraid. But my play in this game, Brad, is Gus Edwards, anytime touchdown score, plus 120. Um, I just – it's going to be cold. They're going to run the ball. Take your pick. Whether Whatever Ravens rusher that you want, whether it's Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, um, you know, just pick from the list, basically. I think they're all good in the end zone. And I got a, the other running back, Justice Hill over 19 and a half rush yards. 19 and a half rush yards there. So they like Gus Edwards. Tyson, his workload's gone down a little bit. They really use him as a hammer in the end zone. Justice Hill's been getting the ball in the cold weather. Justice Hill can pop one. I think he's going to get a lot of work. A 19 and a half feels insanely low to me. And sure, we don't know necessarily what the Ravens' plans are out of the bye. And I think the books are missing one here. Like we saw the workload increase for Justice Hill when Keaton Mitchell went out with his injury. I, you know, who they're going to give the ball to Melvin Gordon. Like, I don't see that. Give me Justice Hill for 19 and a half rush yards. I can't believe that. Like, what a weird career for Justice Hill. It feels like maybe he wouldn't have stuck around this long if he was anywhere else with Baltimore, but they freaking love this dude. I know. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Are we moving on to Packers and Niners? That was the only one I have in that game, yes. Beautiful. So I got, I got Tyson, you're going to love this. I got three in Packers at Niners. So Niners are nine and a half point favorites, and a lot of these are props. Well, the two out of three are props. And so I'm going to lay it with the Niners. No, I'm sorry. Only one is a prop. Um, Niners minus nine and a half. I'm going to take that here. I just think this offense is way too good against this Packers defense that, sure, they showed some metal against the Cowboys early. I don't trust it in this scenario. You got going on the road two weeks in a row. 
against the Kyle Shanahan, who was able to see what you did last week, better weapons than what Dallas has, more time for the Niners to scheme. You know, give me nine and a half Niners. I'm laying the big numbers with both these teams, but I'm not scared by it. these are the two best teams in the NFL. So Tyson, by that front, I'm gonna also double dip and take Niners team total over 30 and a half. Shanahan gets a little conservative, which scares me. You know, he can kick field goals down in the red zone on the five when maybe he should go for it. The analytics would say so. But also when you're when you're at the 30 and a half, four touchdowns and a field goal gets you home. Like sometimes those field goals come come to help you out. We're like, oh, we get we just went for it on fourth and we didn't get it. Well, that's a possession you didn't score points on. With a number like this, I want a guy who can be like, ah, we'll just kick a field goal. Four touchdowns and a field goal is not out of the question here. And I think against that defense we can get home here. So I'm going to take 49ers team total over 30 and a half as well. I got one more play, but I'll pass it over to you for yours. I have like a real one. And then I have a fun one that I just personally would like to see hit. Uh, the real one is Jordan love over 246 and a half passing yards. Um, this feels to me like a game. They're going to be trailing. It feels to me like a game where he's going to have to throw the football. Um, and it feels to me like maybe he's found his stride in a way that the books aren't respecting because 246 uh, feels like maybe just an average Jordan Love game uh, at this point. But Brad, the fun one and the one that, you know, is close to my heart, if you've been listening to the show or listening to our pre-draft process and all that stuff. So I'm skipping anytime touchdown score here. I'm going to method of first touchdown scored. Jaden Reed rushing touchdown. Ooh. And it's plus 3,100. Wow. If I, if I can pick him to either catch the ball for a touchdown or run a San Francisco 49ers handoff to the wide receiver as a, as a jet sweep or uh, whatever funky action that Matt LaFleur cooks up, I think that last week he didn't touch the ball, and I think everybody knows that. I also think Matt LaFleur knows that. I think this offense is, uh, you know, typically more explosive um, when he – is involved last week was a bit of an anomaly i think he gets he gets the ball early he gets the ball off so that's the method for that's any time or that's I, the method I deleted, of i deleted it from the bed slip so i could follow it closer i will find it i was gonna say i'm trying to find that here because i'm i'm intrigued by that Reed that's method first of first touchdown rushing touchdown plus 3100 okay so it's it, that's the first touchdown from him or the game that's something I'm going to need to do some more digging on. Now I'm all confused, man. Because I was going to say, ooh, man, I could be intrigued by it. You're getting I think 1600. first touchdown of the game. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's something to consider there if you guys like those markets. I, I never really dip my toe into those. Uh, flip side, if you really like Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown and you're thinking about him, um, you know, receiving touchdown for Christian McCaffrey is also very much in play this week. Yes, absolutely. So I'll close out this game here. I'm going to take George Kittle over 53 and a half receiving yards. Um, t- t- uh, Ferguson shredded up the Packers last week across the middle. Jake Ferguson did. George Kittle can pop on big. I don't know how many targets he's going to see in this, but j- I'm thinking about it from this front. So Jair Alexander is probably going to shadow or at least get the majority of the work on Debo. I don't necessarily think he's just going to take him out of the game, but if the first read isn't there for Purdy, he's going to go through the secondary options. It's going to be Ayuk or Kittle. The middle of the defense is soft. Why would you not target the best tight end, the top three tight end in the NFL that George Kittle is? I think he could have a monster game here. And Tyson, we maybe only need to get two catches to get this home with his yards after the catch potential. Do you think that there's a prop out there that Quay Walker gets booted from this one? Because he's going to be living <laughs> and he's going he's to be doing some wild stuff. Oh, man, that would be something else. 
Let's get into this one. Bucks at Lions. Lions six and a half point favorites. I also have three plays in this one. Now, two of these are props. So uh, I got a little confused here. Tyson, I'll start here and I'll throw it to you. I'm going to go over 48 and a half. And then our preview show, we talked about this a little bit where I think the weaknesses are the weaknesses for both teams and the strengths are the strengths for both teams that they can attack the weaknesses of. And I, I just made that ridiculously confusing. So the strength <laughs> of the the Bucks offense is explosive plays. That's the weakness of the line secondary. I think the Bucks can take advantage there. The strength of the Bucks defense is blitzing and throwing exotic looks at the Lions. Well, the Lions' strength is having people who can beat that coverage in, in space. Amon Ross St. Brown, Laporta, Josh Reynolds, you name it. And they got another explosive guy that I, I think could have a big game here. So I think we're going to see a lot of points, a lot of explosives, and this should be a fun one. I think this one's the fireworks show that we were expecting in the first half that we got in the, in the Rams game. But this one is, uh, is, is a fun one, especially in the Dome. My play in this game, and I, I mean, again, if you follow the pre-draft process at all, you might know where I'm going in most of these. Jameer Gibbs to lead the game in rushing at plus 230. This feels like a Gibbs game to me. I think that you mentioned with all of the blitz looks and everything that Todd Bowles is going to show, you're going to want to get wide. And are you are you spreading them out? Are you going um, outside zone with David Montgomery over and over again? Maybe. And it probably is going to work. Um, but I do think that this is a Jameer Gibbs. I'm just going to break a couple here, finish the game with 85 rushing yards on nine carries. Uh, we're all looking around going, damn, this kid is pretty good. I'm not interested in Rashad White. I I just It's going to be one of the two Lions guys to me. Uh, and I, I would take Gibbs over Montgomery in this particular game. Yeah, Montgomery does a lot of his work through the middle, and that's where the mm-hmm. Bucks defense is most stout. I think if you can get Gibbs on the edge with his speed, you know, a couple things, you know, flip it outside. If you can get past the first level of the linebackers, you know, this Lions team shown they can block downfield. So you can pop a couple. I like that play, Tyson, especially at plus 230. Couple for me here. I'm going to go Chris Godwin over 62 and a half receiving yards. I think this is a bounce back game for Chris Godwin. Now, he was not targeted that often against the Eagles, which shocked us. Like we thought for sure he was going to be the focal point. It was well, Kate Otten. Right. It was over in. the middle. It was Kate Otten that was getting right. the targets. It just <laughs> it turned into a pick your – they're both open, throw it to whatever one you want, Baker. Exactly. So I think there is going to be a more – not I guess not strategic, but like a more efforted approach to get Chris Godwin involved in this game. His prop number is higher than it was last week, which is of note against the Eagles, who everybody knew the slot defense was an issue. It's only six yards lower than Mike Evans, which is is, is telling to me because Evans could go off in this one. I think the books are expecting a big Chris Godwin game. If that's the case, I think this is too low. We could potentially see him get a 100-yard game. So I think it's a bounce-back week for my Penn State guy here. Over 62.5 for Chris Godwin. And I'll close out. I think Jamison Williams. I'm taking him over 2.5 receptions. You got a Bateman prop, too? I don't. I don't. I, I didn't have that much balls, Tyson. So I was noticing against the Rams, Jamison Williams caught a couple balls. He was featured early. I'm thinking about this one. Antoine Winfield, the guys in the secondary for the Bucks have been playing much better. I think they're going to be shadowing Amon Ross St. Brown, throwing him double coverages, throwing different things like that. Now, maybe you would think, okay, let's pivot to Josh Reynolds. Tyson, they want to get Jamison Williams involved. Like They are begging this kid with his speed to get involved in the offense. Screen passes could be in play here. We steal a couple. Anything over the middle, maybe a deep shot from Goff. I think Jamison Williams could have a big breakout game. I'm just going to be safe, though. I'm going to take his reception props at over two and a half. 
would you be interested at all in pairing a Jamison Williams touchdown with the Detroit Lions money line at plus 380? Uh, touchdown, no. I think if anything, I'd do Jamison Williams over 100, 100 plus with the Lions money line. 100 plus. Damn, dude. Uh, I mean, some sort we're of taking shots. We're taking shots. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> okay. We moving on to the Chiefs? Let's do it. Let's do it. Last game of the weekend. God, it's going to make us cry as we get to the Super Bowl. We're like, oh, geez. Uh, Chiefs at Bills. A lot of things to play for here. A lot of stuff. I mean, this is going to be awesome. I got three plays in this one as well. I'm surprised I don't have more. I probably could have found more. I love this game. I think, I think it's going to be fun. Tyson. <sighs> I can't believe I'm getting suckered in. I'm taking Bills minus two and a half at minus 122. This could come back to just completely devastate me. I'm going to have equity on the Bills. I'm going to be rooting for the Bills. And I'm just fully prepared to go into full heartbreak mode. I think under a field goal, you know, maybe you take them at minus 146 if something funky happens. But under a field goal, you know, I'll I'll do minus 122 here. I just think it's the Bills time. We laid it out in the preview show. I, I think this is the most equipped they've been to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They're getting to play at home in front of their raucous fans. They're not going to be an arrowhead. And Josh Allen's had Patrick Mahomes' number in the regular season. That hasn't translated into the playoffs. I think this is the year it gets, they get it done. Bills minus two and a half. Let's go. Circle the wagons. Give me the boogeyman. Give me the Chiefs money line plus 124. Is Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs or plus money to, on the money line? Like I, I don't know how many other times in the rest of his career we're going to get this opportunity. This is like when we bet uh, Iowa under six and a half points. It's just kind of a principal thing. Um, but if you listen to our show, I do think that there is um, – I think there's something to be said about what they've done to this team. And I think that if this game is close uh, in the second half, in the fourth quarter, it's going to be a lot of looks on the sideline of shell shock for the Buffalo Bills because I think that they really want to run these guys out of the building. And mm. I just don't think you run Pat Mahomes out of the building in the divisional round. Well, speaking of running and Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to take over <laughs> four and a half rushing attempts for Mahomes. So he runs more when he gets in these playoff games. Like he uses legs more. We saw that against the Dolphins. Against the Bills, he's been able to run on the Bills when they get into their man looks, kind of sees their backs turns and run. Also, I believe a kneel down attempt counts as a rushing attempt as well. So a kneel down, I think, is a, is a rushing attempt. Tyson, if he has to take three knees, I, I think he runs the ball more than two times in the regular, <laughs> during the you know normal portion of the game. So if he's taking knees, it's a nice emotional hedge that I, the, the Chiefs are probably winning the game. So I lose the Bills bet, but maybe I can make it up for the rushing attempts here. But I do think even without the kneel downs, I think he's going to be running the ball. It, this offense has not looked right. It's been different so far against the Dolphins, but against we said they played on air. Like there was no no threat from the Miami Dolphins offense, but he still ran the football. I think he does that here. And on the flip side, speaking of running, I'm going to go James Cook over 61 and a half rush yards. This team wants to be physical. The Bills do. I think they're going to be able to do what the Dolphins couldn't last week. That's use their size, use their scheme, and and get James Cook going downhill. It's going to help out the entire offense. And when Josh Allen starts throwing the football, I think maybe that softens up that that's uh, the front for the Chiefs a little bit as well. Like maybe things get a little bit more spread out, all that good stuff. But it is scary when it's the Buffalo Bills because you're like, God, when are they going to just throw the ball 60 times? But with, with Joe Brady there as OC, he's had a strategy, he's had a game plan, he's stuck to it, and I think it's worked for him. I don't expect him to change it now. I'm going James Cook over 61 and a half rush yards. 
this is setting up perfectly uh, for my phone to start exploding. This is a tweak. This is a tweak weekend for you because I'm going I to know. get this asshole just threw the ball away at four yards of open. He has four yards to go from a home. <laughs> and then when the bills abandoned the run, I'm going to, my phone's going to explode. Um, but Brad, I mentioned it off the top a little bit. Isaiah Pacheco, 25 plus rushing yards in each half is plus 120. This just feels like the way that the Chiefs are going to play football, um, you know, until further notice. And I think they start with Pacheco. I think Pacheco finds success early. Um, and as long as the game stays close, I have no, you know, I just, at plus 120, this is just a smash. We don't do play of the weeks in the playoffs, uh, but if we did, it would have been last week and it would be again this week. Love it. I love it. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff for you people out there, man. We, we are locked and loaded here on Divisional Weekend. Should be a fun sl- slate of games. Like Tyson said, I'm probably going to be finding more stuff to bet on, to be completely honest. Like, I just love some of the angles in these games. So I'm not necessarily having it in the account now. I'm not giving it out on this show, but I may add it somewhere, Tyson. Where can they find that? It'll be in the Chalkboard app. It's in the App Store or Google Play, wherever you download your apps. Uh, the group name is ISWIS Presents the Roundtable Bets. Uh, type that in in the search bar there. We'll let you write in. It's a free group. Um, any sport you're playing from ping pong uh, to billiards to the NFL playoffs, it's it's all available in there. Uh, let us know what you're playing, whatever fun parlays you have this weekend, um, or major locks that you, that you really like. So hop in there and let us know billiards what 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 a sweat (laughs) snooker snooker yeah that's man i don't know if you got an edge on that let us know am i yeah yeah i'm 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 okay i wouldn't say i'm i've seen you free throws i feel like you got the touch a little bit of a touch the touch is the problem actually it's it's the i get a little too excited and blast it through but uh if you want to if you want to ask us these questions you know where to do it man you can follow us on our socials x instagram tiktok we'll be responding on there my good pool player i am a good free throw shooter so if you want to know anything else with us hit us up at our social medias at iswis underscore pod the the x instagram and tiktok channel it's all the same handle there in the meantime on the way out if you're watching on youtube smash that like button like subscribe and share overall if you're listening in podcast form rate review five stars would be preferable send us in a comment if you want to comment on anything if it's a question we'll answer it on the show all that good stuff we're excited for this weekend we hope you are too we'll be back next week breaking everything down that we just saw and then we'll get you ready for championship weekend in the national football like i can't believe we're here it's moving quick it's going to be fun enjoy the weekend of football we'll talk to y'all next week Until then guys Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.